Searching for a job is hard. It can feel so overwhelming and you just don't know where to start. Once you get your resume polished up and LinkedIn profile ready, then what next? Most people just apply to as many jobs as they can find, but the experts tell you to network, network, network. It's pretty easy to find recruiters and job coaches to talk to, but the hardest ones to find are the hiring managers and they hold the golden tickets. I've made it my mission to find these folks and get them to spill some of their secrets. And who knows, maybe one of them is my future boss. Well, hi, everyone. Welcome back to my future boss podcast. I'd like to say hello to Kimberly Witt. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, Suzanne. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for joining the chat a little bit about your career. Can you just kick off and tell us a little bit about your professional background? Sure, I'm happy to. Mine is not in any way a linear path. I've had several different career shifts throughout my whole career. I started out in fashion merchandising, and then from there, I moved into the creative realm, eventually becoming an art director. I dabbled a little bit in marketing and then I ended up where I am now in project management and marketing operations. Cool, cool. So it sounds like the customer has kind of been the focus as you changed with different types of jobs. Oh, definitely. It's all, all of those jobs have been within, for the most part, the retail sector. Recently, I've just moved into the entertainment segment, but it's all been within that same kind of uh, customer-focused, customers, the key hero of the store in all the cases. But throughout the career, I've just had the opportunity to keep growing and evolving and trying new things, which has been pretty exciting. Cool. Can you tell me about your current role and your current team? So what I am now is I'm the Director of Creative Project Management and Marketing Operations. And my team obviously is about breaking down barriers to help the creative teams just be creative. The number one goal is just everything runs smoothly. I have good operational and efficiency protocols calls put into place because I like my creative team just to be creative. They don't have to worry about their deadlines. I'm worrying about that for them. Uh, it's really fun. So I'm a part of the creative team, but in a totally like operational standpoint, which to me is exciting. Can you tell me about like a favorite project or campaign from your career? So back when I was in art direction, I did a photo shoot collaboration with IAVA, which is the Iraqi and Afghanistan Veterans of America. And what was really fun is we interviewed five that we focused on and we told their story, but featuring our clothing. And everyone in that particular catalog or mailer, depending on what you depending on what industry, depends on what you call it, but anyone, everyone in there was a veteran or an active duty in the armed services. And it was a really fun collaboration. It was great to get to know the service individuals there. And it was fun to highlight those five. It was really a special thing. And what was really kind of exciting is one of my photographs ended up on the uh, White House website. So I was really proud about that. Now in the role I have now, what's exciting and I'm working on a project is basically I was hired to really put into place marketing operations. They had some foundation set, but they really need someone to come in and build that. And that has been really fun because I can own it. I can make an impact, really take all of that behind the scenes knowledge and start building from the ground up. And I, I don't know, I can get off on a tangent on how exciting that is. <laughs> and can you tell me a little bit about your team? How big is your team? So I have a very small team. 
I have one person that works directly for me. And so together, we're trying to uh, put all of this in place. So it is very small. But, you know, we're, we're very integrated both in the marketing side and in the creative side. So we kind of have two branches that we're overseeing. So we're pretty busy, but it's pretty fun. It's different, of course, in marketing. It's different every day. And then working with the creative team while we're not doing the creative, we're definitely a part of the team and, and helping you know brainstorm ideas or saying this is on scope or not on scope. They never like it when we tell them it's not on scope. But uh, we can you know say, hey, this is what was asked for and you didn't deliver or you did right on. This is awesome and help sell it. So it's a pretty exciting little mighty team that we have. Yeah, very cool. What do you love about your, your current job or your current company? So I went from working at a very large company to one that's much smaller now. And I really love that I can come in and make an impact right away. And the there aren't so many levels of individuals. So, you know, even if we are having a committee meeting and reviewing something, you know, we all joke and creative about, you know, review by committee. It's a smaller, it's a smaller <laughs> group. So I like I like going from big to small. It has been a good change for me. I like being able to make that impact, like I've said, and really getting to know people and work in a much more collaborative, smaller group project situation, if you will. It, it's been different, but it's been good. It was a good change. Okay, so you have, you know, you have a small group, a small team now, but I anticipate hopefully you'll be growing it over the next little while. What do you, you know, look for in someone you want to add to the team? So in the future, what are some good things as you're thinking about hiring people you look for? So for project management and operations, you have to be a problem solver. A problem solver and thinking critically are are two key components because our whole job is to solve problems, to answer questions, to break down roadblocks, to use like a football analogy. We're like the linebackers for the creative team just saying like, okay, we, we now need to pivot. So let's redo the timeline or let's reevaluate what that scope was or the budget needs to shift. And really, we're all about solving problems. So when you go into project management and operations, that is the key. That's the goal. So someone who can work somewhat independently, make those decisions, and also be able to connect dots of information. So you might be in a meeting and hear, hear something that then you realize, oh, this might affect this project that I'm working on that's due tomorrow. Let me look into that. Is this something that's going to have an impact in some other projects? So the key is definitely problem solving and critical thinking. Yeah. And what about, what about any red flags? Are there any red flags when you meet with people? So every manager is going to have their own red flags for the position, the department, the industry. They're all going to be really unique. For me, I like someone who is being themselves. You know, oftentimes you get into an interview and you know, you think you're going to have to act a certain way, maybe to hit all of the criteria of, of whatever the job responsibilities are, or however that's listed. But I really want someone who is genuine, who's themselves. To me, I want it to be a conversation, not necessarily just me asking a bunch of questions. I really want to get to know the person. And I want to have questions asked to me, like ask one of my favorite questions someone ever asked me. And it, it kind of sounds silly, but they asked me if if we um, 
got the Friday after Thanksgiving off. And what I liked about that question was it really spoke to the importance of their family and their life balance. And I want to be interviewed as much as I'm interviewing somebody because it's important that I'm the right manager fit, that the job's the right. It shouldn't just be a one-way conversation. So to me, someone who has no questions, I'm like, okay, come on. what? Tell me, what do you want to know? Give me some more, you know, give me some questions here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we're coming out of the pandemic and, you know, there's a big debate of working from home and continuing to work remotely versus in office versus hybrid. What, what are your thoughts and opinions on that? So we could probably do an entire podcast on this subject. Uh, even before the pandemic, I was definitely team work from home. I really felt that, you know, the important thing was I have a good uh, internet connection and I can do my job. So most project management teams work on some kind of web-based software. So really, when you're talking about doing the job, a lot of it can be done within that software program. And I like that flexibility if my team member maybe wasn't feeling well and they would perform better just by staying at home, Mm -hmm. having that flexibility to do that. Or if they had a family situation where they needed to go be with, say, a parent that was having some kind of procedure, but they were like, hey, I can hop on and still work a couple of hours instead of them having to take vacation time, saying, okay, that's great. You know, Let's work something out. So even before the pandemic, I was really hoping to move that needle in corporate America of let's let's look at this. Now, we've just started going into a hybrid situation. Um, we've only been in it in a couple of weeks. And I do see how that's a very positive kind of win-win situation for everybody. There's definitely a fun vibe about seeing your coworkers in person and those spontaneous hallway conversations. And at the same time, I've also enjoyed being at home with my dogs and my husband and, you know, going to the refrigerator and having anything that's available for me to eat versus planning my lunch ahead of time, you know, making sure I have everything, you know, packed for, for work. So I'm hoping that corporate America will really embrace this new hybrid and make it work versus just saying, hey, these are all the problems instead saying, well, let's find solutions. And I I see it as a win-win for everybody. Cool. Yeah, I agree. I'm looking for probably a hybrid where we have that interaction in person, but then we have some days we can be home, keep your heads down, get stuff done, you know, spend some time with the pets and whatever, but then do a little both. So what's the best career advice you've ever received? So when anyone asks me this question, I know immediately what the answer is. When I was an intern, uh, at that time it was with Children's Business Magazine. They're no longer a, a publication anymore. But at the time, I, I worked for a lady and she told me to always make friends with the mailroom team. The mailroom will make you or they will break you. And when you're in marketing and creative and you're you're looking for a sample or you're trying to get a prop sent out. And a lot of things, of course, now are digital, but sometimes you would have a proof that was coming in as a hard proof. The mail team, they that mail room, they, they save the day every time. And she has been yeah. right about that. And so <laughs> I always like to make sure I know who that mail room team is. And I appreciate all the hard work that they do behind the scenes to keep marketing going. So that was the best advice. And that has definitely served me well my entire career. I totally hear you and, and agree. I've known some great people in the mailroom that have saved myself too. So. <laughs> they saved yep. me too. Oh so yeah. 
to kind of wrap up, I'm wanting to kind of learn some fun facts about my guests. So do you have any any fun facts that you can share with us? I love history. I love to read history. I love autobiographies, biographies, historical accounts. I am a history nut and just about any kind of history. I can get really into it, whether it's art history, fashion history, the American Revolution. So a lot of people think that's really boring. That, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, how can you, you know, how can you get so interested? But you just have to find the right author or you have to find the right niche. But to me, it's so fascinating. I rarely read fiction because just real life accounts of people and what they go through and what they accomplish is so much more fascinating to me. So give me a history, a good written history book anytime and I'm there. I love it. Can you think of a favorite one or two that you've read recently? Well, so I just finished West with the Night by Beryl Markham and she is kind of during that time period of like out of Africa. So she actually, Dennis Finch is someone that she knows. She was an aviatrix back when that was kind of like the fashionable thing, you know, with Amelia Earhart and all of that. Uh, it's a really fascinating book. It's not exactly a true like autobiography. I mean, it's all true stories, but the way it's written is more like she's just telling you this story and she goes from story to story to story. My favorite author is David McCullough. So if you like American history, I highly recommend 1776. It's like one of my favorite books. And then if you like historical fiction, there's a, a series called the Amelia Peabody series and it's 22 bucks, but don't let that scare you because once you get into reading one, you won't put them down and you'll get through them really fast. But that has to do with Egyptology. This really Amelia Peabody, she's just this oh, force to be reckoned with and she's in Egypt and uncovering all sorts of uh, interesting finds. But what's so interesting about those books is that towards the end, after the story is done, then the author, Elizabeth Peters, she goes through and talks about the research she's done, if she veers off any way because it fits her story. And it's just as fascinating as the book itself. So obviously, cool. I get very passionate about all of that. <laughs> well, thank you so much for jumping on and talking a little bit about career stuff today. It was great to catch up and learn some new things. Oh, thank you for inviting me. It was a pleasure to be here with you. This is Suzanne Baldwin. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you've learned something new to help on your job search. Make sure to follow this podcast on your favorite podcast player. You can also connect with me at SuzanneBaldwin.com. Maybe one of you is my future boss.